is Faith Revisited. Welcome to the podcast. On Faith Revisited, we'll talk about our own church as we're constantly trying to adapt to an ever-changing world as a downtown historic church. We'll talk about United Methodist Matters as our denomination faces an exciting and uncertain future. We'll explore church leadership in the 21st century. And we'll talk to different faith leaders about their perspectives of religion today, how we can be more authentic, stop alienating people, and how faith is more important than ever to connect us to God and each other. Hey, maybe we'll touch on a topic that speaks to exactly where you are in your faith. We won't know until we try, right? Let's do it. Hello, everyone. Welcome to this week's episode of Faith Revisited with Ben and Molly. We had a really awesome time last podcast episode talking about church goals, and we kind of went into some faith goals as well of how you can um, strengthen your faith and things you can do, as well as what Trinity and churches in general are probably setting goals for 2022. So I'm paraphrasing this because... But when this is released, I'd say mid-January, you will have, if you set your January 1st goals and you are coming in hot and you are ready to go, you may or may not be a little discouraged right now. So I think this is a good time to, Ben and I are going to talk through what we're doing this year and what we have planned, because maybe that will give you a little oomph of like, oh, I just need to reframe my mind of what. I'm thinking that kind of stuff, right? Am I on the right track, Ben? Yeah, for sure. So let's chat some personal goals um, because there is nothing magical about January 1st. You could start and restart anytime you want. Um, so Ben, you and I this year have a different outlook on goal setting. <laughs> we're we're in two different places in life. Yes. Um, you know, I, I think I've shared here before, my wife and I love to get away New Year's weekend. That's um, right. Right yep. around New Year's. And we go somewhere quiet and, you know, we cook and enjoy, watch movies. And we set goals, individual ones, and mm-hmm. and, and talk about them, you know, um, for the year. And obviously there's overlap because there'll be some couples goals, marriage goals, some uh, family goals for the year, you know, so we kind of have that. And, um, and we just enjoy it as a time to kind of, re- you know, start the new year fresh. You know, for most of us, we come through the holidays and you're tired. You probably mm-hmm. eat too much. You, you may have drank too much. It's just too much festivities mm-hmm. on top of each other. That is kind of fun to have a quiet time to sit and reflect on the year that has passed. Yep. A uh, big thing we do is make a big gratitude list as a, as a couple of uh, things we give thanks for from, from the previous year. She, Katie actually had a great idea. If you have not done this, she went through her photos for the last year. That's a great idea. And that jogged her memory. Yep of things she was grateful for. Um, so we start with reflection, reflection, and then we, you know, sort of think about how we're going to, um, you know, set goals for the coming year. Mm-hmm. And so you do goals in different categories, correct? Yeah, I look at, I'm a holistic person. So I try to look at different aspects of your life and I try to look at what are some spiritual goals, physical goals, mental goals, um, relational and sometimes it's like family marriage you get all lumped in together mm-hmm. you could have financial goals in there yeah um you know there are different areas of your life really and just saying what are goals we can set i don't necessarily set one in every 
category mm-hmm. every year. I try to keep it to like five or six. Um, goals, period. Like, yeah, goals, period. Yeah, goals, period. Yeah, <laughs> not per category. The 10 or 15, you're just, you're going to, you're going to flop and frustrate yes. yourself. But, you know, you have five or six fairly lofty but doable goals, then you can break those into like, what are some things every quarter I can do to live into each goal? Yep. Now, some goals you'll be able to do that, others you won't. So, mm-hmm. And some are finite goals. If you want to, a financial goal, if you want to pay off a debt or something like right. that, you know, that is a finite goal that you can end. Whereas some of them, if you want to strengthen your relationship with your spouse, well, maybe it's, you know, a date night twice a month or whatever it may yeah. be. I'm a big person and maybe we can put a link to this Molly in the show notes. I'm a Michael Hyatt full focus planner. Oh yeah. Yeah. And one of the things they have with annual goals that you say, is it an achievement goal or is it a habit goal? Mm -hmm. You know, and some can be both. Um, But, but, but the achievement goal, like for me, uh, my mental goal this year is that by, which I have to hopefully by April, May, I'm going to graduate with my doctorate. Mm -hmm. So all my spring is focused on that lesson achievement. So once that, hopefully gets checked off the list. I'm done. I've met one of my annual goals for the year. Yep. Sweet. Um, what is, I don't know. I'm trying to think, what would you suggest for people goal setting? Say, okay, we're releasing this in mid January. Mm -hmm. Someone set goals or maybe they haven't set goals yet. What are some things that, I mean, obviously I think a great tip would be look at those different categories. Mm-hmm. emotional, physical, relational, financial, if that's, you know, spiritual, which we hit on in our last episode. Um, any other tips or things you want to share about your goals? Yeah, I would say, again, make them big enough that it takes some work, but make them, make them doable. And, and also we've learned from this pandemic, be flexible. Like I, I had a goal a couple of years ago that I wanted to take a spiritual retreat in 2020. Well, obviously that just didn't happen. Mm-hmm. No, not, not going to happen, but I've rolled that into 2022 in that one of my grand goals this year is that I hope to take a sabbatical. Mm-hmm. I'm hoping to take an entire month this summer off from the church, like, like to the point that, that you will not see nor hear from me. Now you may, cause you know, we're <laughs> close to friends, but, but the church as a whole will not see yeah. or hear from me for a month. And that's to rest or recalibrate. I will hopefully finish the degree of finished six years of ministry, two years of a pandemic. I just need a rest. And yep. so in that, I will build a, a small spiritual retreat um, into that month. So, you know, you, you something that you can do that's lofty, but, but be flexible with it, you know, if need be. Yeah, that's awesome. Do you have any other like specifics that you want to let our audience know about or might jog their ideas or memories? Um, You know, I'm trying to think, I, I, I don't have to have them all. I think my wife and I, you know, with COVID ending, we we said we wanted to, you know, because we've kind of been stuck in a, in a rut like most people with dating and stuff. And so one of our goals last year was to get to where we could go on dates most every week, mm-hmm. or at least three, two or three times a month. Yeah. Well, we kind of got stuck in like, all right, let's go to dinner and come home or let's go eat outside. Or let's go get takeout. Yeah. So we said this year we want to have more adventurous dates. Let's go axe throwing, you know, the axe throwing mm-hmm. place. Let's go bowling. Like now yeah. that we feel like we can do more recreation, let's go kayaking, you know, for yeah. a day date. So more do different things. Yeah, yeah. Outside of the box, adventurous things together was a goal that we had for this year. Good. Um, another one, probably financial, and 
I need to talk with you probably off air because you guys have um, a financial advisor, but we're wanting to, to really, ju- we're going to up our retirement. We paid off our debt last year. Mm-hmm. We're going to really ramp up our retirement. We want to start our kids' college funds um, and really just move toward, toward building wealth. Awesome. And so one of the quarterly goals in that is, okay, we need to find a good financial advisor who can sort of help us sketch a map yep. toward that so that by the end of the year, we will have done all of those things. That's our, our my financial goal for the year. We talked about spiritual goals. I want to incorporate more scripture into my daily um, devotions. So I'm doing nice. that. I'm big on physical goals, as you know. Yes. Um, that was a big, good shift. Yeah. A couple of years ago, I really got into that. And I was going to share... Um, trying to find a great quote that I actually found this morning for anybody who's sort of like wondering how can I, like, I know I need to lose weight or feel more fit or like, I, you know, need more energy or, you know, things like that. Like how can I start a fitness routine? And this could end up being like, need to be a whole nother episode because I'm going forever. But <laughs> I found this great quote this morning, somebody who said that their 10 year journey, now they're one of these Instagram influencers. They have a whole line of protein powders and healthy foods and stuff, mm-hmm. but she started the journey 10 years ago because they they basically were just like reheating frozen meals and just not doing well. And they've gone through this whole revolution. But she said, I've learned that healthy is, is not just a look. It's a feeling. I've learned that food is medicine and movement is healing. I've learned that consistency over time yields results. I've learned to fall in love with the process. I've learned that when you focus on changing your habits, Instead of getting results, the results will follow. I like that. I would encourage anybody who's wanting to be more physically active, set a simple goal, but something that's sustainable that you come to enjoy Mm -hmm. so that fitness and health can not just be something you do because you feel guilty about something Mm -hmm. or because you don't like yourself, but you do it because it eventually becomes a part of who you are and it brings you joy. Yeah, that's great. And something I always remind my husband Cause he's, it's either all or nothing. Like I call him full send Carlson. Like he has to go all out. Like I'm doing running five miles tonight when I haven't, because I haven't worked out in a week or two, you know, like there is middle ground. You don't have to be full send Carlson all the time. Like maybe just starting with a walk around your block every day or a couple times a week, as often as you can, you know, like it doesn't have to be all or nothing. Yeah. And I, my, I have a personal trainer now. Mm -hmm. Um, and he's kind of taken me to an even better level because there were some things that I did to get to lose weight that really were not sustainable. I was in too much of a calorie deficit. Mm -hmm. And, you know, he actually said, you need to eat more and -hmm. you're going to, you're going to feel better and gain more results as a result. So it's actually starting to work. But his big thing is for most people, most people need competence in order to be motivated to, to be physically active. And one of the things that people, when people don't have competence, they don't have confidence. Hmm. So they just never get around to do it. Yeah. And so I would encourage people, if you can afford it, you know, even to find a trainer who can walk you through some very basics of this is how you can work out. This is how equipment works in the gym. These are some things that are good to eat. And these are some things to avoid. Mm -hmm. You know, so those little things you begin can begin to build into your life. Yeah. Well, that's great. And also I would recommend people looking into, 
um, what resources are available for little to no cost. Like I know local YMCA gyms, you know, if you have a membership there, they'll have someone walk you through certain stuff like that or get you started or point you to resources that will help. So there are resources out and there. Stay but- away from the fads. That's another big one. A lot of fads on the internet. Oh, yeah. A lot of people <laughs> I thought you said the fats. I was like, but avocados no, no. are so good for you. No, 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 the no. healthy fats. The fads. You yes. know, they, all these promises of result. Just if it comes too quick and it's too good to be true, it probably is. Oh, so I should return all those belly wraps that I just bought. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> just kidding. Tell, tell us, since we're on different ends of the spectrum, tell us more about sort of your, your year and how you're approaching it. Yeah. So my goal this year is I'm not setting any goals. Um, as the listeners may or may not know, I am having a child in about a month or less at this point when this episode comes out. Um, and so my goal, and I put it out there on social media for my friends to know and be aware of, because normally I'm a hyper goal setting and planning person is my goal is to have a baby. Hopefully he's healthy and to you know, just keep them alive. Yeah. Keep them alive and not lose myself (laughs) in the process. I think that's an important note to say is I don't, I've been very pregnancy has been hard for me because I don't want to lose everything that I've gotten this far in life with, with my relationships, with my business, with my friendships. I don't want to get lost in all of that just because I have a child or I don't want to be defined by that. That's kind of been a lot that I've been working through personally in the last nine months now. And so I think my, my no goal goal is have a baby, keep them alive and don't lose myself in the process. So, um, I'm not going to be setting very strict, you know, goals for anything. I I'm focusing more on habits. I'm focusing more on just mentally, physically, emotionally, being well. Um, And one thing I do want to mention that I'm looking at as I reframe my year and my every day is I read this somewhere to look at your day in quarters. Mm -hmm. So kind of like a basketball game, if I'm going to do a sports analogy for Ben, Um, if you look at your day instead of, and again, this also goes to the whole full send Carlson, you, you can, If you mess up in the morning and things don't go your way, there's still hope for you to have a positive day. Um, So if you break your day into morning, midday, afternoon, and evening, so four sections of your day, if, man, if you get through the morning and the midday and you're just like, I didn't do anything, I, and this is hopeless, nothing's going right, all this stuff, you still have two more opportunities to turn it around and to focus on something that needs to be done. So you still have an afternoon and an evening to accomplish something, even if it's, if we're talking physical fitness goals, go for a walk around the block or um, take a moment, you know, set a timer for 10 or 15 minutes and do something spiritually that will help you. Um, I think it's important to know that your day is not lost if it's still if it's 11 a.m and you feel like hopeless you know there's so many opportunities I love that and related to that and this again could be a separate episode or we could put a link to the book in the show notes but Carrie Newoff has a book and before it became a book um he was doing this online like stuff and basically he says you need to audit your day and and by that he means not what you do but how you feel as you do what you do mm-hmm. 
And his theory is that most human beings have anywhere from three to five, maybe six productive hours in them per day. Yeah. Now, for most of us, we work eight, nine, 10, 12 hours. Yeah. But if we're being honest. Oh, yeah. About a quarter to half of those are actually productive. And so what he says is this is to take your four quarter sort of analogy and then line up your day so you can maximize success is that if you're physically most productive, like, like I'll tell you, I'm physically most productive for work between like 12 and three. Mm-hmm. So then the most important things you need to accomplish that day, do it during the quarter of the day that you're most productive to do. Yep. And then his thing is like day times of the day when, when you're, you know, more of a lull, like you're struggling to kind of get through it. Mm-hmm do um do much lower like thinking things his thing is go through your email then Mm. that's when you just like delete 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 one sentence answer let's follow up call me late you know these kinds Mm -hmm. of things he said for too many of us we're like tied to emails so we spend like our some of our productive hours emailing when we should be working on our most important task of the day so you can take your quarters and then sort of line things up in them that if you're like oh yeah i'm not a more i'm not i don't get going until you know, 10 o'clock, you know, I'm just, I'm not a morning person. Okay. Well then those low impact, less yeah. important things, do them then. And if you're, here's Correct. your window. And that's how I realize that my life is about to change. So schedules are going to go out the window, but sure. yeah, my, I don't start my day until midday. Like my mornings, I don't, my, I'm not even at my computer then. So that would be a great time that I read or I'm listening to a podcast that I really like other things that I'm doing and not to get discouraged because I didn't work out first thing in the morning. Well, I'm never going to work out first thing in the morning. So I'm way better doing that later in the day. Um, and yeah. just reframe how you're thinking about it. I think about Katie, my wife, her, her, her boss, because she has kids now like mid to upper elementary mm-hmm. age. Um, she, she, I don't know if she was used to be a morning person. She's a night owl now mm. because for some people they've learned, you got to focus in and get the kids to bed. And then from like 9 PM, mm-hmm. 12, some people like, I'm, this is my time. Let's, yeah. let's, let's turn it out. Me. I, I mean, I, I, yeah, I, I, I turned into a pumpkin around well, 10 or 11. Yeah. I mean, I, I'm definitely not a night owl, but I will, my husband, he, um, works with a company in Australia. And so he has a lot of calls that happen at night in the evening because it's morning for them. And he also, if he can work really well when he doesn't have interruptions and those interruptions of people calling him all the time and talking or asking about things or emailing or, you know, all these fire drills that come up, like he works really well if he can sit in the recliner at night and accomplish Mm -hmm. a ton or on a weekend when no one's calling him. So he'll like, you know, right now he's out washing the car. He's washing the truck right now in the middle of a work day on Wednesday, but he will sit down on a weekend and have uninterrupted time where no one's asking him for anything and he can actually accomplish stuff on his to-do list. And so, I mean, we also work for ourselves, so we're allowed to have a flexible schedule, but this is permission for you all to, you know, do what works best for you. And I've had to let go of what society says you know, society says I work a nine to five job. Well, I just actually don't. And I need everyone just to let go of all their expectations because. Yeah. I think the important thing is be mindful of when you, when, when you can get the most out of yourself and Mm -hmm. then just align your most important daily things into that time and forgive yourself if you're not just like your neighbor. Oh yeah. All the grace. 
Yeah, the, the only, you know, I, I joke, I have a couple of buddies who love to get up and because they have small kids, they get up mm-hmm. like 4.30 in the morning and they go work out and stuff. And, and and I'm like, the only people who, like, if you want to know, kind of like, you know, the joke about if you want to know if someone's on keto, they'll tell you about it yes. eventually. Yeah. You want to know that somebody gets up before 5 a.m., don't worry, they'll tell you about it eventually. Mm-hmm. And, and you just, oh, I wish I could get up that early. Well, not everyone can do that. Yeah. And it's okay. Like, it's you you can give yourself grace and be productive all at once. So Correct. That may that in and of itself, that little bit there that we talked about your daily routine, that could be a New Year's resolution unto itself for most mm-hmm. people. Yeah, that's awesome. Do you have any other pointers for folks setting setting goals if they haven't already? I think we've given you some great ideas or at least a route to go. But if you are feeling discouraged because it's middle of the month and January 1st and the first two weeks didn't hit the way you really envision them. I hope we've kind of given you some hope that give yourself some grace and maybe you need to reframe. Maybe you're setting too strict of goals or maybe you just need to look at it a different way. I'll give you three quick ones that the last two years of this pandemic have taught me. Number okay. one, uh, be less busy. Mm-hmm. You don't have to do all the things you think you have to do. Just be, be less busy. Enjoy the people around you and enjoy the things that bring you joy you can be productive and not be so busy. Mm-hmm. Um, number two is be intentional. Don't just go through the motions and accidentally fall into your day. Make a plan, be intentional, um, live into it, be mindful of what you're doing. And number three, be graceful. Not everything's going to work and that's okay. Can I add one more? Number four? Sure, sure. I, I said this on a recent podcast episode, rest is not a reward. hmm we all need to rest and you don't earn rest. You, it is not a reward. You, everyone deserves rest. So. Well, I think that's related to that quote that I had. If movement is medicine, as she said, the lack of movement is the other part of that medicine, mm-hmm. you know, to, to be physically active and to know how to rest is the medicine your body needs. That's yep. really good. Awesome. Well, thank you all so much. Um, we would love to hear from you if you have goals or if you just have questions about goal setting. Ben and I love talking about it. Regardless of my no goals goal, I still love talking about goal setting and um, planning and how we can all be better humans in our year. And so we would love if you reached out and chatted with us about goals. You can find us both on social media um, and also the Faith Revisited podcast. If you leave a five-star review, that would really help us out in 2022. Um, We're not going anywhere, Faith Revisited, even though I will be having a child here soon. Um, I was just going to say, for those who are keeping up, stay tuned. Yes. We're working on a game plan. There'll be some fun things coming, uh, but it may be a little bit different for, obviously. (laughs) Yeah, we're going to see. Who knows? Um, But we really thank you for being here and listening and spending a little bit of time with us today. We'll see you next time. 